0: Attention, attention, stop what you're doing. Because we're coming back
1: to the Hell Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. Oh, my God! They went a little crazy with it, and I appreciate it.
0: Now let's get back with Hell Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide.
1: Um, We do have some uh, callers, and we'll get to them in just a second, but uh, there was semi-breaking news um, from yesterday that – U.S. President Joe Biden said Friday he would make it, quote, very, very difficult for Russia to launch any invasion of Ukraine, which warned that a large-scale attack may be planned for next month. That's Ukraine warning that Russia might attack, not Russia warning they're going to attack next month, because they wouldn't. Can't do a large-scale surprise attack if you announce it, I suppose. Washington and Kiev said Moscow has mass troops near Ukraine's borders and accused Russia of planning an invasion. Biden and President Vladimir Putin are due to hold a video call shortly to discuss the rising tensions, both sides confirmed Friday, Biden told reporters in Washington he was putting together, quote, the most comprehensive and meaningful set of initiatives to make it very, very difficult for Mr. Putin to go ahead and do what people are worried he may do. Moscow seized Crimea from Ukraine in 2014 and since backed separatists fighting Ky- uh, Kiev in the east of the country. The conflict has left more than 13,000 dead. By the way, um, I don't know how many people know this, but um, you know how many people are aware that, like, of Israeli sh- soldiers shooting Palestinians, um, you know, basically sniping them in, at different times over the last five decades and they've become, uh, you know, stories, you know, they they kind of flare up as an international story. The response drives down Israel's behavior around these kind of things. They get kind of defensive about it. There's a back and forth and then it kind of goes under the radar, you know, um, again. Um, the Russians do this to Ukrainians all the time. Russian snipers shoot Ukrainians across the border all the time. This is, and it's been going on for years. And I, um, I'll, you know, on my regular live stream this week, I will, I'll be bringing up a couple of those incidents where they, you know, they talk about it. Cause there's not a lot of it talked about in the English speaking press at all. Like we just don't hear about that kind of stuff, because if we did, all bets are off as far as how we deal with Russia, and and that's part of the things. Like we, you know, the, we, it, there's this constant ratcheting down that happens. This let's um, the the most likely time to reach readiness for escalation will be the end of January. Ukrainian Defense Minister uh, Oleksy uh, Oleksy spells it very <laughs> strangely. Uh, Reznikov... Said, uh, told Parliament in Kyiv on Friday. A report in Washington Post on Friday citing U.S. officials in an intelligence document said Russia was planning a multi-front offensive involving up to 175,000 troops as soon as next year. Now, this may be uh, a situation where Russia and China are trying to coordinate. You go for Ukraine the same time I go for Taiwan. That's the, that's the part that the Pentagon is gaming for right now. And so we are going to start sending people to both of those places to as as effectively human shielding in that if you do this, you're not just killing Ukrainians, you're not just attacking Ukrainians, but human beings from the United States and our allies are going to be on the ground there. That's already true in Taiwan. It's largely true as far as contractors in Ukraine, and it will increase more than likely, and that's part of, I have no doubt what, Biden's talking about, which is NATO troops on the ground near the border to assist in, you know, uh, the Ukrainian troops. Um, Let's grab a call though um, before we get too far into this. Who do we have on the line, Chicago? First up is Daniel from Charlotte, North Carolina. Cool. Hey, Daniel, welcome. Hey, hey, how how are you doing? I'm good. Go Uh, ahead.
2: Uh, the reason I was calling is I wanted to talk about the uh, shooting in Michigan, and mm-hmm. one of the things that i I have a feeling about is is that part of this is you know our religious teachings and stuff like that uh, as far as how separated we are as I'm a christian and and there's a lot of christianity and A lot of this stuff, or supposed Christianity, I should say. And I feel that we as a Mm -hmm. society have separated so much in our houses of worship that I honestly feel Mm -hmm. that it would be more beneficial if we visited and spent time in each other's houses of worship, that that would break down quite a bit of these walls.
1: I, I, you know, I, I would hope so. I don't know necessarily that in this particular situation you have a breakdown of modern Christianity or or a, an attack on the other. This was not this. You know, this I think has more to do with the mental illness of a child and the inability of the parents to deal with it properly and their own immaturity and creating a you know perfect storm. Like I said, much more akin to the Sandy Hook mother's strange relationship with the father and the and the prepper uh, focus that she had. What what I right. think would help is that if you're a, if you view yourself as a, a decent Christian, especially considering there's a holiday coming up that kind of perfectly uh, you know makes an example of the better behaviors one would hope. Isn't it you know isn't addressing these people who cr- use the ter- you know faux Christianity as a shield for all kinds of bad behavior and calling it out in a way that it is not. You know in I you know in line with your kind of question about faith that calls it out in a way that is not an attack on faith in general but an uh, but an assertion of the true meaning right it, you and know what I mean I, if, it, that, if that
2: well it's, mm-hmm. it's like after 9/11 or any terrorist attack so many of the faux Christians are like well why aren't more Muslims calling this out we should be so if they want that kind of thing, we should be setting that example when these faux Christians the right. you know,
1: January 6th. Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I think that's I think that's always a good idea, um, it, you know, and is and because of the fear of racists, because of the, you know, the belief that. And this is one of the, the issues I have with sort of what would be the anti-racist movement is that the belief that racism is so prevalent. And so just surrounds and permeates everything that that must be the primary thing you defend against. And therefore, um, they're afraid that if they come out and, and decry it, um, then that will give the racists an in. And there's so many of them, it would just be a stampede and that kind of stuff. So many, many religious people believe that as well as, you know, as, as you know, sort of the activist class of that that protects marginalized groups. They believe that if you admit to the reality, the humanity even, of of bad deeds related only, like I said, no correlation uh, or causation even involved, the the pattern as opposed to a category, um, that, that they're afraid that the pattern thinking will cause people to automatically go, well, they're even admitting that they blah, blah, blah. And they can't afford to let anybody in and everybody, it doesn't believe, it's a, you know, it's a, it, it's a lack of sense of strength in your own philosophical and spiritual beliefs and not, and not believing that it can't ultimately weather the, the storm of it. So a lot of people get very afraid of that. And I think you're right though. I think that's the way you always stand up to it. Um, so that would be, you know, my way of thinking. And again, the only real way to solve that is to be a great example of whatever your belief system is, whatever your philosophy or spirituality is. Period. You know what I mean? And that's, that's, no. you know, um, it's crucial. Right. So, right. uh, Thank yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. No problem. Um, yeah. Um, and, uh, we don't, I don't know that we have time to take another call before the break, uh, in this. Um, but I mean, th- it, as, the, as the holidays approach, m- my message you know, has been and sort of will always be for everybody, whether you participate in the holidays or not, being neighborly in your approach to your fellow human beings as much as possible goes way farther than the assertion of the battle lines youth are used to talking about, especially on social media. They have your battle lines, your gang colors, whatever they may be, have far less value in your interpersonal uh, relationships with strangers and people out and about, have far less value um, than just being neighborly as far as selling your belief system. And they're more indicative, you know what I mean? Because if you're if you're wearing a you know one of the if you're wearing a MAGA hat or a, a a pink cat hat from the Women's March or you're wearing a coexist shirt with all the symbols on it or you're wearing a Gadsden flag T-shirt, your behavior as a human being and how you treat waiters and strangers and hold or don't hold doors. Goes way farther to show people what kind of a human being you are than any decal you could wear, or you know, or you know, expressive element or out. You dye the ends of your hair like Billy Eilish. I, I, people take more from that than they'll ever do from you know the the cross that Mike Pillow wears around his neck as a way to display what he's selling as his spiritual belief versus how he actually behaves as a human being when he attra- uh, attacks a fan who wanted a picture with him who was holding a tangerine of assault. You know what I mean? We'll be back right after this. It's the Health Force Radio Program, Mega Worldwide, on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk.
2: Hi, I'm Cliff Kelly, the governor of Shark Radio. What's Cliff Take's? Well it's a thought-provoking, insightful political conversation with invited panelists and listening audience participation to discuss and address issues that inform how we make decisions. Join Cliff Kelly every Sunday evening at 7, right here on WCPT 820, Chicago's Progressive Talk.
1: Dell's Cyber Monday event has arrived, and it's the perfect time to step up your creativity. With incredible savings, up to $300 off PCs, it's Dell's biggest sale of the year. Get more into what you're into with the latest XPS and Alienware systems
2: featuring Intel Core processors. Save on top monitors, docks, and accessories, all with free shipping on everything. Plus great financing from Dell Preferred Account. Call 800 by
1: dell for Cyber Monday deals. That's 800 by dell this is Damien Perdue of Think Theory Radio. Saturdays at six PM. You're listening to Hal Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. Ah, oh, I thought there was going to be like a new one every break. I was so excited. You want more, Hal? We'll give you more. Hal Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide on Chicago's Progressive Talk WCBT A twenty. Hoo Okay, I'm going back live on the on, on there. Apparently, there was a there's an issue. With I don't know some sort of interlacing and computery, it's the computer stuff as stuff is it which has the big thingies, and I don't. It was very odd. Um, that said, hopefully we're back online in a couple seconds. Um, the the reality, you know, that we're facing. Yeah, there, there we go. We're back up. I think hopefully. Um, and um, you know, and of course, it creates a whole new stream, which is always. I mean, come on. Let's grab one more caller since we're kind of yeah. near the happy ending, as it were. Uh, I don't trust widgets. It's just it's a thing. Um, um, widgets so, where? Yeah, huh? I'm not going to say. What kind of widgets? Um, the digital widgets. Digital widgets. Mm. Um, who do we have? Chicago. Who do we have on the line? Up next is Robert from Nevada. Oh, cool. Hey, Robert. Welcome. So, I guess I'm happy, Eddie. <laughs> say, well, yeah, you say, are. no pressure. No pressure. <laughs>
0: That's right, man. Hey, I like watching your show as much as I can, so I appreciate what Thank you're you. doing. Um, can I make a comment about Trump? Because you were talking about that earlier in the Maxwell case and stuff? Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. You, you, you know about the Eugene Carroll DNA case, right? Where she was yes. with Monica Lewinsky and has the dress.
1: Uh yes, she still has the dress with Trump's DNA on it allegedly, right. Exactly. And so that's just a
0: defamation that's just a defamation case. She can't sue for sexual assault. And Trump is trying to fight that. So not yes. only do you have DNA from the from the dress with her, you have the pilot coming out saying oh, Trump's been on the plane, you
1: got the fourteen year old Right. Go ahead. That she yes, that she uh, that yes. That she was forced to. Also, can I? Can I? I just. I know this is a clarification that gets back and forth, and we deal with this sometimes in the Matt Gates stuff. That mm. uh, right. you you cannot, um, especially in the case of you know Matt Gates and the allegations against him, you cannot uh, have sexual relations with a minor. Especially one that is under the influence of drugs or under the, you know, or being coerced through the potentiality of violence or the denial of, say, uh, return to the their country of origin. If they've been flown to a private island um, or been flown to the Caribbean or just in the air, quite frankly, in a place where they could be, you know, I guess the the threat of being kicked out without a parachute is always there. It's never there. These are all in my estimation. this is how I feel about it. All sexual assaults, every sexual oh, yeah. thing that has occurred is uh, unequivocally a sexual assault period um, regardless of who was involved, uh, as far as the adults. Specifically in this thing. But yes, but continue. The Eugene Carroll thing is he's been Trump has been ordered that he must submit a deposition in that case um, or was at least until, yeah. you know, a couple. All right. But, 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 what's, but what's kind of what's kind of weird and sick, in my opinion, is the ethics and morals
0: and family values of the people on the right who support Trump, even with the information that's come out to show that he, right. has, he has done certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they still say, well, you know what? I want to see a picture. There's no proof. I mean, how freaking dumb are these people? That, yeah.
1: With the evidence. That They're not them, dumb. Unless it's unless. Go ahead. They're not dumb. They they know that that's their that's their cover. And Trump, you know, by the way, it's you know, Trump doesn't use email. He's famously doesn't use email. Right. That's right. what he's well known for. Right. And this kind of dovetails into what I was I hinted at earlier and that Matto did this thing about the metadata in the in the paperwork that came from the White House um, to uh, from the DOJ that the White House communications team and Trump's own administration had input on the DOJ uh, paperwork. Um, about the January 6th event and and or in the well, November 3rd in the and trying to flip the uh, um, the election which they said they didn't. And the metadata in that paperwork is there in that, you know, in that there's a digital trail. And I've been talking about that in terms of the Hunter Biden fake laptop and all that kind of stuff for ages. The same thing is, you know, this is where Trump comes from in this idea. And they know this. Not only they know that they're very careful not to leave the, you know, a metadata trail, or at least, you know, in terms of communications about stuff so that the video of him, I mean, Laughing with Epstein should be a smoking gun for all practical purposes as far as anybody's it's concerned. So because it's gross and obvious that they are close, right? They're These are guys who hung out alone at a party with nothing but girls in it and the like. And that, that's how they were known. That was the primary aspect of them hanging out was sex, essentially. Well, there's, was there's, that, you know, that uh, from Trump's point of view. Home. There's just... I'm sorry. There's
0: just so much relative connection to Trump's perversion, like him saying that if his daughter wasn't his daughter, he'd be dating her. And then again, yeah. billionaire he is going to date a chick and not
1: screw her. Right. Well, that's the thing is that he he even said they said what do you have you and your daughter had the most in common? He said sex. sex. The first word out of his mouth. The it, fallback. It's, it's multiple platforms. Yes. But when he was on, I think it was The View or whatever, or when, you know, it was, I think Joy Behar asked him the question on that clip, right. but he, his, the first word out of his mouth was a Freudian slip, essentially. It wasn't, you know, that we're both, like, we're both sexy. It wasn't that if she wasn't my daughter, I'd probably be dating her. The word sex was his first and primary gut, uh, like, yeah. response to that question. And and yep. and cons- and in context, to all the pictures of him with her. And there's a reason why like, every time, you know, uh, you know, Biden is whispering to a kid and saying you're going to be just fine or whatever. During a picture, they take a still photo of that and make it look like he's sniffing their hair and that kind of stuff. Right. And, and you take a, a dis- an uncomfortable an, un- an uncomfortable kid that meets uh, Joe Biden is 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 a kid who's a, is afraid for their life and is going to be attacked. An uncomfortable kid around Trump is just an American. And and in this particular case, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, and then, and then like you know, he's saying, "Hey, I can walk in the, into the dressing rooms of the naked underage teens and miss and miss yep. beauty contest because I own because I own the, the pageant." When you have right. the models now grown up coming out and saying, "Yeah, Mister Trump would walk in as we're naked, where no man is supposed to
1: be," and he goes, "Don't right. so worry, girls, I've seen it all. Right, and he would uh, you know the just, according to Noel Kassler, he would put his his thumbs in their mouths. To check their teeth like they were race horses, it was gross oh and a lot of it oh. yeah is it, it, just a hideous dude he's gross he's a grotesque human being, he always has been and, and I and again, at a certain point to your point and what you're bringing up to a certain point it's not about him, just like Epstein it's about all the other people who are okay tangentially with what they know they know about this dude but they let it slide because the benefits outweigh the negatives and as a society the upside of what we would perceive as cancel culture and where that was born out of was that there are certain people while they can they're welcome to to work as a fry cook or get a middle management job someplace at a certain point, they do not deserve to walk amongst us as the, in the halls of power, certainly, and not have an influence over media, politics, news, any of that stuff, because they are immoral, untrustworthy, disgusting human beings. And any outsized influence they have will be used for criminality. And the worst kind of criminality, the kind of criminality that victimizes children, and and i, I feel yeah. sick this is yeah. our worst yeah. happy ending ever uh, <laughs> yeah um so i i sorry guys, sorry, guys sorry. I'm not it's okay, okay. For no, another it's, it's no, okay no, no no
2: i understand <laughs> nice job
1: <laughs> we appreciate the conversation <laughs> and i do let me say. yeah sure go ahead let me say we not not saying
0: i'll go and and the thing is, is is like you know trump who said he's going to be the law and order president and made the comment of, if you have nothing to hide, why are you going to plead the fifth or no subpoena? He's telling yeah. every one of his people down line to do the same thing for the January right. 6th commission. Plead so the fifth. Right. Don't show
1: up. From A to Z that he's ever done. Right. And and it's all coming out. All right. And and again, a lot of people are in a big hurry and they wish Trump was in jail yesterday. I, on the other hand, know full well that jail is probably going to be the easiest part of his entire life. It'll be the first time in his life where the pressure is off. He's not he's just going to they'll they'll cut his hair and he won't have that weird flap thing that over the top of his head and he won't have any bills And they'll probably, he'll get the first real medical checkup he's ever had um, in, you know, (laughs) in ages. They'll actually, you know, they'll
0: be him
2: and everything. Yeah.
1: He'll get his first real, you know, he'll see his first real doctor. And he'll probably lay back and be surrounded by guys he can regale with stories of his rich and powerful life. And while he's got broom duty half the week, the lead up is going to be terrible. The, the the Trump is sweating it every day. Appreciate the call. We're we're out of here because we're out of time. Yeah, we I appreciate go. it. Thanks so much. It's the Health Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. We're here every Saturday. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Uh, bye bye.